from the creators of War Room. You need to do your fighting in prayer. On August 23rd, the Kendrick brothers return to the big screen with Overcomer. Well, I have a season with one runner. One runner matters. John Harrison is a frustrated coach questioning his value until he crosses paths with a student struggling on her own journey. What have you allowed to define you? When you find your identity in the one who created you, it'll change your whole perspective. Overcomer. In theaters August 23rd, starring Alex Kendrick, Priscilla Shirer, and Sherry Rigby. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. For tickets and showtimes, visit OvercomerMovie.com. Is that? That's Hannah. Run, Hannah! Oh, you say I'm yours, and I this is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Welcome, this is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms, and today I have a treat in store for you. We are going to sit down with a mom who has completed her homeschool journey, and she's going to share some insider tips on homeschooling your children with love and grace. So for today's show notes, visit VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, episode 356, and I want to thank our sponsor, Overcomer the Movie. You can find out more information at OvercomerMovie.com. And they've got some really cool things on their website as well as a handout um, for you as a parent uh, to work through some questions with your kids. So it's from the creators, the Kendrick brothers uh, are the creators of, of Facing the Giants, Fireproof, Courageous, and also the number one box hit War Room. So you really don't want to miss this movie. It's going to be in theaters August 23rd. And if you are listening to this in the archives, you can um, be sure to catch it on digital or or on DVD, Blu-ray. Um, it's one of those movies that I already know I'm adding to our list of movies that, that we're collecting. Really good message. I, I got to see a preview link, so it's it's well worth it. And today on the line is Deanna Cawthon, who is going to share with us some top homeschooler tips. Welcome, Deanna. I'm glad to be here. It's my pleasure. Well, Deanna, you have some story, and I was so blessed when you shared it with me. But first, tell me about your uh, family. Well, I am a mother of four, um, married to my wonderful husband, Andrew Coffin. Um, and he is, um, he, it, we have one biological child together, and he's the a stepfather to uh, to my other three um, from my first marriage, and so and I've been homeschooling all of them uh, for a total of twenty seven years. Actually, um, I, this wow. was um, Adriana, my youngest, just graduated. That's wonderful, and I had started homeschooling in nineteen eighty six. So 
mm -hmm. uh, close in years with you. And then I stopped uh, last year when I graduated my last in 2018. So it's a bittersweet journey, isn't it? I mean, we, it we're is. in the middle it of really it sometimes. Is. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's sometimes you think it'll things. never end, but right. it is. But when it comes to an end, it it is it's hard. I'm, um, you know, dealing with a little bit of that right now. Right, right. Well, mm -hmm. the exciting news is we're getting Deanna um, her own podcast over on on the uh, our sister network, and that's the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. So be uh, tuned in for that. We're going to have a lot more information as we put that together. And then um, once we get that show launched, we'll have that link in the show notes. And she's going to do um, a podcast for, uh, you know, moms who work, have kids and, you know, some things with work at home moms, mm -hmm. as well as moms who, um, you know, can find, uh, you know, blessings as the Lord brings them to you and we're going to get to that in a minute mm -hmm. but Deanna you've got some uh, tips here and I wanted uh, you to share those with us and I have six of them here you know some of them overlap mm -hmm. a little bit but the first was on persevering in your homeschool mm -hmm. journey share that with yeah. us yeah um you know the homeschool journey um is a is a long process at least it was for me um, and, uh, I had to step back from that after the first year because I was doing things to, that was basically burning myself out. I was trying to be, um, like a, a traditional teacher trying to do that kind of a, I had that kind of a mindset, but the trouble is I'm, I was not trained as a traditional teacher. And even if you are, my traditional teacher friends said it's still different, even for them as homeschooling moms. And so it it, it, I had to step back from that and figure out what I was going to need to do to really go the long haul with my children and pace myself, basically. Um, just like with any good runner, especially if you're running, I mean, if you're doing a sprint, that's one thing, but if you're running cross country, you've got to pace yourself. And so that was my homeschooling basically has been a cross country run. So that was, that's really a piece of advice I would give to any homeschooling parent is to pace yourself. Mm. And I think that's wise information. And from a traditional teacher, um, I can yeah. tell you, you're right. When you try to recreate mm. the, the school and the home, you've got mm. too many books and too many kids doing different things. And mm -hmm. you really don't have a handle on what the kids are learning. So as much as you can combine those subjects together um, mm -hmm. and, you know, you might have to do two different histories or two different sciences sure. and, and things like sure. that. But you don't have to do four, you know, no, and, and so the, the kids, uh, are amazing. The younger ones will rise up and, and the older mm -hmm. ones they take lead and it, it just works out. Yeah. It really and does. The, second point, the second point I thought was really interesting that you presented and that was a teachable spirit. Um, mm -hmm. and not necessarily just the kids. So, so no, explain that. no, no, yeah, and and actually, uh, in the article that I wrote, um, that you read, um, when I refer to having a teachable spirit, I really am referring to. I was really referring to me as the homeschool mom, as the teacher, um, and I was giving advice to other homeschool moms and teachers that, um, basically, that we need to be willing to learn from our children, and not just from the children, but from the the experiences that happen on a day to day basis. 
basis in the homeschooling environment. And uh, and I wasn't doing that. And it really created a barrier between me and my children. I was going headlong. I had an agenda and I wasn't listening um, to their little hearts, um, hearing their and, and just paying attention to what was going on with them. And I had to, I again, had to reevaluate and say, you know, what do I need to learn from this experience? What do I need to learn from this child? Um, they're all different. I had four kids, three at one point, and then Adriana, my youngest, came along, of course, um, some years later. But they were all different, and I had to. And so, what I did for Anthony, my oldest, my only son, needed to be different from you know what I did for Corinthia, my oldest daughter, and then Johanna, my ne- you know my next uh, oldest daughter. Um, and so, uh, but it, but I, but it took me running into a lot of walls before I got that. So I would just implore. Um, every single, every, every parent, every homeschooling parent to take, just listen, listen, uh, and learn. There's a lot to learn. And, uh, and if you're quiet, you can, you can learn that and then, and begin to incorporate those kinds of things into your homeschooling. Um, I, I, I think that's very important. It is, it is. And then the third is, Uh, something that I talk about all the time and I love that you have it in here and that is Mm. developing your passion and Mm. you know it's it's so important so so share that yeah um you know I was for for several years of course I was I was home doing what I do doing what I was doing as a homeschooling mom and so I had been approached at a point by a, a newspaper who asked me um, if I was interested in doing some part-time writing to them. But I was a little tentative because I thought, well, you know, I've never written professionally before. My husband encouraged me to put up together a resume. But again, I thought, well, I've been a homeschooling mom all these years. What am I going to really have to put on a resume? But the surprising thing was, Felice, that as I began to, you know, put down the things that I've been doing all those years, the teaching that I've been doing, not just with my own children, but teaching other kids how to write um, and do um, public speaking uh, in the homeschool community, I realized that I had been following my passion. And as a result, I had developed Skills. So I would I would tell moms um, and or maybe dads who might be home doing some homeschooling with their kids, you know, don't um, don't underestimate the things that you are doing, even if you're not getting paid for them. Uh, don't underestimate your volunteer um, jobs. Um, don't underestimate all the work uh, and the things that you've been doing with your kids, because those things that you've been doing out of your passion and love um, uh, for education with your children, they can be monetized. And uh, long story short, I did apply for that job and I did get the job uh, and I uh, have been writing professionally ever since. So um, it it was a win-win situation. And that's uh, amazing because a lot of times, you know, moms think that, um, you know, there's something that they want to do. And and sometimes the time's not right. It took me Mm -hmm. uh, 10 years before I started writing um, because the the kids were just too little and I I couldn't Mm -hmm. set aside enough time to really focus on that. But once I did, you know, a lot of those things just remained unpublished until I had the, the 
experience and got the information I needed. And I started my publishing company when I was expecting my third child and then had a fourth Uh and a fifth. So, uh, you know, it was, it it was um, a passion of mine and something that the Lord opened doors to. Um, Mm -hmm. But some things, you know, that that wait, you know, until God does open the doors. But it's wonderful because you can still develop your gifts and develop your children's gifts. And the kids can also develop their passions as Mm -hmm. they're seeing mom as example. Because, you know, Deanna, let's face it, you were an example to your children. And, you know, how they talk about character. Character is is caught, not taught. So your Mm. kids saw you. Um, and, and this is this next, uh, point, especially, which is the story that I Mm -hmm. love that you told, and that is trusting God to provide because, um, you had Mm -hmm. a little, uh, a crisis, not a little crisis, a crisis in your, in your marriage. And, uh, I wondered how you were going to continue homeschooling. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, actually my first marriage did end, uh, and that was when that was a big, um, um, turning point in my life. It was a crisis, like you said, because now I, you know, all bets are off. I had to figure out how I was going to do life uh, without a husband at that point. Uh, and so, and my, one of my biggest things, of course, um, was homeschooling my kids. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to continue to do that because now I had the responsibility of, of, of working, you know, and, you know, outside the home uh, to provide a living for myself and, and the three children I had at the time. Um, but, uh, but the Lord did provide. And with me having been an entrepreneur and having an entrepreneurial spirit, an opportunity opened up for me. Um, and I was able to purchase a cleaning business um, from one of the uh, gentlemen at the church I was going to at the time. He trained me and I started cleaning office buildings. It was something that was made enough money, but it was flexible in that I could do it in the evenings after homeschooling my kids during the day. And my kids were even able to come with me and they would help me and we would go around the office building and they would dump little the little garbage cans that were in the cubicles. And it was something we actually ended up doing as a family. Uh, and so, uh, and so the Lord really provided because he knew that I wanted to continue to homeschool. Um, and he gave me a job that allowed me to not only make enough money, but that was flexible so that I could have the hours to, to do everything I need, needed to do. So God does provide, um, if he's called you to do something, he's going to provide the means and the resources for you to do it. That is something I want people to understand. Yeah, and and I love that story because it was the perfect business to be able to continue your homeschooling. And so, mm-hmm. you know, never underestimate prayers. Um, it just is phenomenal. And I love these stories because it really, um, you know, was a blessing in your life, Deanna. But as you mm-hmm. share it with the audience today, it's a blessing in all our lives when we see God coming through, you know, yeah. um, for you and your family. And then mm. homeschool communities are important, and, and explain why. Yeah, well, I, I just don't think we were ever meant to live uh, in a box. No man is an island, as they say. Um, and homeschooling, like with any other job, is hard work. Um, and unlike any other job, it's 
um, it can be really grueling because you're dealing with a lot of unpredictableness. Um, you're dealing with children and their specific needs and your own needs and, uh, and inadequacies. Um, and so you need people. You need people who could come alongside and support you and who you can also support because it's, it's a two-way street. I not only received support from my homeschooling support group, but I gave some too, especially as the younger moms with um, younger children began to come into the group. And now I was a veteran homeschooler. Um, and so it was a great place for us, for me to find activities, uh, having a, a support group. It, well, the group that I was in provided not only support, but it also provided activities, regular activities. Um, we had at the time when I was in it, um, probably we had about 40, 50 families I mean, at the height of the group. Some of some of wow. those families have stopped off now. But um, so you're talking about coming together to do spelling bees and science fairs and um uh, you know, of course, you know, play dates, uh, not just play dates, but play um, activities, you know, end of the year right. um, kinds of things. It, it, was, it, we, it was full service and it was a great way for the kids to get what they needed as far as social interaction. But it was a wonderful time for us moms, mostly moms, a few dads, to come together and socialize and share. And then there was also um, formal meetings every month that were dedicated to specific homeschooling topics. So I, I would I would very much encourage every person to join a support group. And almost every state has one. You can go online. Um, and I know here in Georgia, we have GHEA. Um, and so um, you go to their website and you can find all the various support groups for the state. So just it's a great resource for any homeschooling parent. Yeah, I agree. I, I was um, foundational in, in our groups uh, starting here. I remember when there was just eight families and it grew to wow. over 100 in its, oh, in its wow. day too. Yeah. So mm -hmm. and, and again, being able to provide things like plays for the kids and a yeah. lot of uh, intramural types of activities and um, having even we even had a girls uh, basketball and a boys basketball team and things like that. And some of the larger groups, there's a, a couple mm -hmm. in in the state of Florida where I live that have, uh, you know, like even travel groups that are con consisting of all homeschool kids. So, yeah. you know, with yeah. with numbers, there is strength. And um, you're also yeah. with like minded parents as you said, so it's, it's a wonderful opportunity for the kids. It is. And then also is. Uh, your last point here, and that is homeschooling is a God-given task. Because I think sometimes we forget, mm -hmm. Deanna, that uh, we are building a legacy and also, you know, uh, co-partnering, if you will, with the mm -hmm. Lord and for the kingdom. So uh, share you, with you. us, you know, your Yeah, your, I think, um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Felice. Um, I think, um, especially now as I um, at the am at the end of that journey, reflecting back, I realized um, that of course it was a ton of work, um, and there were times when I even doubted if I could finish. But the Lord, you know, gave me the strength, of course, uh, to to finish, and I'm and I'm so grateful for that. But I. I joked with my husband about getting me a retirement gift. I told him I wanted an expensive, you know, Kate Spade bag or something. But and I, and I really <laughs> do. But uh, but but I think for me, uh, the biggest gift of all is knowing that I fulfilled my God-given calling. I I did 
what I believe God called me to do. And I would do it again uh, if, if, if I had to. Um, and I think that's the biggest reward. I, can, I, I feel like the Lord has said, well done. Um, and, I, I, and I think that that's the thing that we have to keep in mind to help us is to focus on the goal, focus on the calling, because there's going to be all kinds of things to distract you. There's going to be all kinds of discouragements. There's going to be people. I remember thinking and, and hearing from people along the way. Um, so, you know, people didn't understand what I was doing, especially in the early years, because people, not, not everybody understood, you know, right. knew about and heard of it. And so people would say things, neighbors and even folks at my church. And my family was, my extended family was always pretty supportive. Um, but people would say, so, you know, how are the kids going to get socialization? And how are the kids going to do this? And, you know, aren't they going to miss out on opportunities? But I, you know, they would bother me a little bit, but ultimately I stayed focused uh, and, 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 um, and, and God, you know, I, he showed some of those people, some of those same people came back and said, you know, this has been wonderful. I'm thinking, you know, maybe that's something I might do. So, but that really wasn't the main point. The main point was that God had called me to this and I, I, I was determined he, and he put it in my heart to finish and I finished and that is its own reward. Uh, so just keep that in mind as you are on your journey. Um, because um, I think in the end, if you do what God calls you to do, you're never going to go wrong. Oh, amen to that. And I love it. And especially that you kept the course, especially with temporary setbacks, you know, yes. you, you kept going and, you know, and I, and I think too, as you look back, there's no regrets. And that, no. my friend, is, you know, mm -hmm. phenomenal because there aren't very many times in our lives where we could say, you know, yes. I don't regret one minute of, of the time True. I spent with my kids. That's something we can never uh, get yes. back. And mm -hmm. um, it, it's, again, a kingdom building. Your kids saw the sacrifices that you made for them, uh, for their education, yes. for their relationship with the Lord. Um, put family first, which I think is a lot of what homeschooling does, Definitely. and also, um, you know, bringing everyone together. So mm. thank you so much, Deanna, for coming on and for sharing your heart with us. And um, yeah. I'm excited again for your upcoming podcast. Um, do you yeah. want to just share a little bit about what you hope to accomplish in, in your upcoming podcast? Yeah. Uh, well, um, the podcast is, um, is is going to be called The Working Woman, and it basically is uh, a podcast that I hope will encourage women of all from all walks of life um, in uh, in the various different things that they come up against um, as working women. Whether you're a working woman, whether you work full time outside of the home, whether you work part time outside of the home, whether you work from your home, you're an entrepreneur, um, you know, a business owner, whatever it is that you do. Um, we want to encourage you because I, I talk to a lot of women and we are all struggling in some aspect of our lives, specifically as it relates to work with some young mothers are struggling um, and it's leaving their children, their first time babies and coming back to work and even, you know, you know, dealing with things about nursing issues and um, and, and how to handle, you know, um, um, you know, being away from their child for the first time. There's a, there's a myriad of issues out there. 
Um, I know people who are having to uh, care for older relatives and have it and maybe and, and are considering taking a leave of absence, how to navigate that with your employer. So there are many, many issues to be dealt with. And so this podcast, um, I'm hoping to interview lots of different women uh, who've been there and done and dealt with some of these issues so that they can share their wisdom and encourage women um, that might um, need that kind of encouragement. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, and and two, you know, I want you to share your story for sure about, um, yes. you know, your heart of homeschooling and also, you know, being at Lord providing, as well mm-hmm. as so many of us that have been at work, work at home moms and have homeschooled. Sure. And um, just f- for my own personal life and my business, mm-hmm. I've got uh, a, a wonderful group of women that do social media mm-hmm. for us and. They've said that extra, whatever that amount is that, um, you know, they're getting paid, you know, with different people that they work for has been that blessing for them to be able to stay at home and, uh, you know, or even provide extra things for their kids, you know, for, uh, you're right. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, my friend, thanks so much for coming on. You have been a blessing uh, to me in my life and getting to meet you and, uh, and, uh, you know, can't wait to continue to work with you over on our sister network. That's great. I am thrilled, Felice, uh, and I am looking forward to the future and thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. And friends, um, head over to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Look for episode 356, homeschooling insider tips uh, featuring uh, Deanna Cawthon and also give us a a rating on Apple podcast or whatever podcast app you listen to and share this podcast with a friend. If you go to the website, there are all kinds of share buttons there that you can use to get this show and others like it in front of um, eager listeners. And um, as always, take care. God bless. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.